All right, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Pacers Pod. Uh, we've got a game that finally happened. The Pacers had their first preseason game of the 2018-2019 season. Uh, they were on the road in Houston to go up against the Rockets. Um, the Rockets, they signed Carmelo Anthony this year. Well, did they sign him or did they trade him or trade for him? Uh, let's see. I think they definitely signed him because I don't think they sent anybody to the Rock or to the um, to the Thunder, which is where Carmelo played last year. So, uh, yeah. So the Pacers started off against the Rockets. The Rockets took the Golden State Warriors, who were the eventual NBA champions. They took them to seven games last uh, sp- last spring in the NBA playoffs. The Western Conference champions. Uh, Houston was actually up three to two. And ended up losing the last two games of that series to Golden State. Um, so really, they're one of the top teams in the league. They have uh, they're led by last year's league MVP James Harden, the Beard, and Chris Paul, uh, future Hall of Famer. They saw, they've got a big man named Clint Capella who ended up not playing in this preseason game. But the Rockets are a very good team, top tier team in the league. Um, and so it was going to be a good test for the Pacers, even though it's preseason. Um, there, it's not a there's talent against against the Rockets. So um, it was a good game. I actually just finished it up today. I'm recording this on Friday, October fifth. So the game was um, on the on Thursday the fourth, and uh, I watched the first half live, and then I just caught the second half um, this evening when I got home from work. Actually, just a couple minutes ago. Um, before recording this. So uh, it was pretty cool to watch. You know, the Pacers ended up getting a win, 110 to 100. Uh, I've got a couple takeaways from the game to get it, to get this thing going. Um, first off, I thought the Pacers looked really strong for the first game of the, for the first game of the preseason. I mean, there was, there were some turnovers. There was a little bit of, um, I don't know, I guess uh, uncertainty. It seemed like from some of our guys, uh, but the energy was super high. I thought that was one advantage that the Pacers had over the Rockets for sure. Um, they played with more tenacity. The, the Pacers were taking charges, diving for loose balls. Um, I was actually kind of like wishing they wouldn't do that because I'm scared of somebody getting injured. Like I, Oladipo took a charge on J- James Harden was coming to the lane and Oladipo took a charge. And I was like, oh man, we don't, we don't need to see that right now. But um, if you're going to be a team that, you know, prides yourself on your energy and, uh, kind of be, and your toughness, um, I'd rather have that than, than have to ask for it. So, um, you know, we'll take that, but without question, the Pacers to me seemed like the team that was playing with, with more intensity. And I think that's, you know, the Rockets it's preseason. So it's like, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll sit, that's more of a conversation for, for the regular season in the playoffs, but um, it's a good thing. Good thing for the Pacers. They played with more energy. Um, they out they had they out rebounded Houston, and specifically they beat them up on the offensive boards. Pacers had 13. Houston only um, gathered seven offensive rebounds. And uh, you know, offensive rebounds are a big deal. Uh, that gets you another shot, another ch- another possession. Um, oh, one thing that I I didn't know coming into this year. Or, or one of the rule changes is 
this year when if you get an offensive rebound in the past, the shot clock would would um, reset to 24 seconds. Uh, they made a change this year. So now whenever you get an offensive rebound, the shot clock only resets to 14 seconds. So that's just kind of an interesting little thing to look out for this season. Um, and then another thing, another area that the Pacers were beaten up on the Rockets were fast break points. Uh, Pacers beat the Rockets 24 to 13 in fast break points. Um, so just, you know, another good sign. I thought for sure, um, you know, the Pacers look good when it comes to their effort, their energy. Um, they just seem to be hungry and that's a good sign. Um, Another another thought I had kind of just recapping the game was that the Pacers held the Rockets to 100 points and Houston is known around the league for their scoring. I know that this was. I believe this was their second preseason game for Houston. This was the Pacers first preseason game in Houston. This was their second uh, Houston played. I want to say it was the Memphis Grizzlies who are one of the worst teams in the league, but put up like 130 some points in their first preseason game. So the Pacers held them to 100. Obviously, it's preseason. Obviously, uh, the Rockets did not play um, Clint Capella. They did not play P.J. Tucker. They did not play Nene. Um, however, they did play Chris Paul 30 minutes. They played James Harden 30 minutes, and they played Carmelo 30 minutes. Um, you compare that to – so so – you know, they played their guys. They played their guys at score. Um, and the Pacers just, you know, held them to 100 points. Um, you compare, you know, Houston played their th- their big three roughly 30 minutes apiece. Oladipo was um, obviously our best player. He only played 25 minutes for the Pacers and Turner only got 20 minutes. So uh, if you're if you're going to say, like, who put out their best guys, um Houston played their, their their top dogs more, so it was a good sign. It's obviously preseason. Uh, I'll try not to keep saying that, but it's obviously the first game. We don't want to look take too much from it. Um, but what we saw is actually what happened. And Houston played their guys. The Pacers held them to 100 points. Um, another thing I noticed, which I don't actually, I, I looked it up, but the Pacers didn't play Tyreek Evans or Kyle O'Quinn. Or Thaddeus Young. I had heard about Thad Young. He has an injured foot. I know he had missed a couple days of practice prior to the preseason game, so I knew he was he was going to be out. Um, I did a quick search to see what the news was with Tyreek Evans because I was really excited to see him play, and they had him listed with a sprained ankle. So hopefully, there's nothing serious there. Um, and I'm not sure about Kyle Quinn. Not sure why he didn't get a new play. Um, you know, I know with Tyreek Evans and Kyle Quinn, they're veteran guys. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we're just saving them. You know, there's really no you, you can't take too much from from the preseason. Um, oh, another cool thing that happened in this game was that the Pacers had oh the Pacers had two buzzer beaters. So at the end of the first half, Victor Oladipo banked in a three pointer at the buzzer. And then at the end of the third quarter, Bojan Bogdanovic, he hit a three-pointer with like 0.7 seconds left off of an inbounds pass. Um, so pretty cool. Two, uh, you know, two buzzer beaters in the first game. That's pretty exciting. Um, don't you think? I think so. Um, yeah, so, so my th- those are kind of my takeaways. I, I thought the Pacers, you know, they played with more energy. They 
looked hungry, and they got the win at, on the road to a good team. Um, I did want to take a couple minutes and talk about some of the individual players and kind of what I thought of their performance. Um, the first thing that stood out to me, this is a guy that I haven't talked about at all on the podcast. I honestly didn't even think he was going to be on the team, but he got uh, the minutes that I thought were going to be going to Aaron Holiday as like kind of a backup guard. Now, obviously, without Tyreek Evans tonight, Tyreek would be getting these minutes, but Edmund, Summer, Ed, Edmund Sumner, um, he ended up getting quite a few minutes, and he's exactly, well, I don't know if he's the guy, but his body is exactly what the Pacers need. He's about 6'6", he's super athletic, he's quick, um, and he's got good handle, and he showed tonight, at least, in one game, that he could finish around the rim, um, take guys off the dribble. He had this one play where um, he did like some sort of scoop. It, it was like a top 10 play. It, it was it was incredible. Uh, but Ed, Edmund ended up going six for eight from the field, averaged or ended up with 13 points. And he, um, he actually did end up fouling out. But um, good showing from him. And we didn't act, he actually got the minutes that I thought was going to go to Aaron Holiday. So we actually didn't see Aaron Holiday in this game until Edmund fouled out. Um, one thing that I did notice, or one thing I do, um, I did hear from Nate McMillan during one of the first couple of days of training camp was how he was talking about some of the younger guys, um, making, making great improvements. And I'm guessing he must be talking about Edmund Sumner because for him to get those minutes out of nowhere last year, he only played two minutes of his rookie season. He only played two minutes. Um, so, you know, he seems to be a guy that is uh, maybe ahead of Aaron Holiday right now on the on the depth chart. So uh, great showing from him. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if he can 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 replicate that. Um, another another key performer was obviously Victor Oladipo, our leader, uh, our captain. He ended up uh, with 24 points in 25 minutes. 19 of those points came in the first half where Oladipo just looked smooth out there. Um, he had a couple, he looked like, uh, so one, one thing that he was doing last year was he, he has this move where he kind of does a couple real hard dribbles kind of at full speed towards the basket when he comes across half court. And then he does a quick pull up from three. Uh, looks like this year he was, he would get that going and then he would take that dribble even further into the lane and then just, and then, you know, uh, kind of like do it between the legs and go back a little, back a couple steps, like a, a jump step back to, to create some space and knock down some jumpers. He missed a couple of those, but he also made one or two. Um, he actually, I was looking at the box score. He ended up, he's, he's on pace for 50, 40, 90. He shot nine of 18 from the field. Uh, he shot four of 10 from three point line and he was two of two from the free throw line. Uh, I would like to see Oladipo get to the free throw line more than just two times, but it's preseason. He played 25 minutes. Uh, what do you expect? So great, great first showing from Oladipo. He, uh, um, well, I don't know what else to really say about him. I mean, he looked good. He looked good. Uh, and he led our team in scoring. He set the tone. The Pacers came out, you know, right off the bat. He had five or seven points of our 12. The Pacers opened up a 12 to three lead to start the game. And Oladipo was a huge part of that. Uh, moving on, Dante, DeMontis Sabonis had a good game. 
He had a double-double, 15 points, 12 boards. He had a block, two steals. Um, he came in. He did not start. Oh, yeah, maybe I should just say real quick. Eh, it doesn't matter. TJ Leaf. So the starting lineup for the Pacers was Turner. They started TJ Leaf. Boo. They started uh, Oladipo, Darren Collison, and Bojan Bogdanovich. So Sabonis came in. Off, Sabonis was one of the first guys off the bench. He got quite a bit of run um, in this game, probably 25, 26 minutes. But yeah, like I said, 15, 12, two steals, a block. Uh, one of the things that I really liked that was some of the base, the Pacers' best um, offense, I thought, was they would throw it down to, my, uh, to Sabonis, not deep post, but kind of high post. And he would square his guy up and then look to um, create some action from that position. Uh, we had a lot of good moves. Uh, guys were cutting to the basket, getting back doors. And, uh, but the downside of that was Sabonis made a couple bonehead plays and like turnovers. I think he ended up with six turnovers. So I like that action. Uh, we just need to clean that up a little bit from, uh, from Sabonis, but he looked good. And what they were talking about, uh, well, in the preseason, Turner, Miles Turner and, and Sabonis were talking about their they were trying to get in better shape and they both looked it and um the houston rockets announcers both said that they both said that you know those two guys looked thinner but yet stronger and, and basically that just comes from being being more defined uh so good start to the good start to the season for sabonis i thought i thought miles turner had an okay showing he had some flashes he had uh one of the best dunks i've ever seen him have uh, he dunked right on top of Marquise Chris, who's a center for the Rockets. Um, Turner blocked a couple shots. Uh, my my thoughts were he seemed a little rushed. He he uh, would get the ball in the post or like grab an offensive rebound and just miss a layup. I think he missed two or three bunnies. Um, I thought he just looked a little nervous. But one thing I did um, notice, and I don't know if maybe it's just because the you know it was a preseason game, so the crowd wasn't really in it, so it wasn't very loud. You could you could pick up a lot of the the sounds from the court, but I just noticed Miles Turner yelling and talking and not necessarily talking trash, but just kind of yelling um, at his teammates and and even at the referees a little bit. He was just playing with, um, it, he just seemed to have more fire uh, than what I remember him from last year. So uh, I thought that was a great sign. Uh, you know, Turner's not going to miss layups all season long. He ended up with I think eleven points and five boards, and like I said, he only got twenty minutes of play. So um, I'd say average, average game for Turner, uh, with some flashes and some good stuff. Um, another guy who, you know, <laughs> probably had the best game of his career would be uh, TJ leaf who got the start. I think it's a fluke. I'm not a TJ leaf, uh, believer at this point, but he had a good game. He still looked kind of like a, I don't know, almost like a, uh, like a little fawn or a little, a little baby is a fawn, a baby deer. Uh, either way, he just looked a little like he was like on roller skates out there. Like he always seemed to be like he'd have his back to the ball at the wrong time or, um, you know, but on the flip side, he ended up with seven offensive rebounds, which is incredible. Uh, he actually ended up with the same amount of offensive rebounds as the entire Houston Rockets. So uh, I, I won't shit on TJ Leaf too much. I just don't necessarily like him that much at this point. I but he got the start. He took advantage of it. He ended up with a double-double. He actually led our team in assists. So if you're just looking at stats alone, he, he probably was the uh, 
you know, he was the, uh, the, the best performer of the night for the, for the Pacers. And then you got Bojan Bogdanovic. He, uh, he was, he did pretty good. He hit three, three pointers on five attempts, which is exactly what we want. And, you know, just a solid, solid play. And another guy that, that contributed just like we need from him is Corey Joseph came off the bench. Uh, Corey ended up with 14 and, you know, made a couple good passes and uh, a couple good drives, got to the free throw line a few times. Um, I like Corey Joseph's game a lot. And uh, um, he had, he had a good, he had a good start to the season. And then we had a couple guys that struggled. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, Doug McDermott was the one that I thought just looked awful last night. Um, he ended up, he actually got the most minutes. I think he played 36 minutes. Um, he took eight shots. He took four three-pointers. He missed all four of his three-point attempts. Um, and he only made one field goal, so one of eight. He got burnt on defense. He got posterized by Michael Carter-Williams. Uh, he just looked um, kind of out of place. So, you know, that's one of the things that we got to wait and see. I, I mean, McDermott can shoot. So say that one for eight is tip. Maybe that's normally going to be a four for eight and he hits two of his threes. So then he's, you know, at 10 points a game, that's what we need. Um, he's not going to get that many minutes during the regular season, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. It was kind of disappointing from, from McDermott, but it's only one game. And I know he can shoot, so if he fixes that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Uh, Darren Collison, he struggled as well. Um, he had a couple nice takes to the hoop. He just, you know, I don't, not a whole lot to say about Darren besides the fact that he just didn't shoot the ball very well or really contribute too much during the game. And then uh, the other guy that got some play was Aaron Holiday, which I mentioned earlier when I was talking about Edmund Sumner. But Holiday, he didn't get, he only got in once Sumner fouled out. And, um, but he looked pretty solid. He got to the free throw line and ended up with three points in about like five minutes. So uh, we'll see. The, obviously, first game, um, he was probably pretty nervous. Um, but I just, I do find it interesting that it seems to be that Sumner um, is ahead of, ahead of Holiday on the depth chart right now. Uh, it makes sense a little bit with the fact of with with Sumner's size and, you know, Sumner showed it. So um, I guess in my mind, it, it, you know, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. The Pacers have their second preseason game. Who do they play? Um, who do they play? I thought I had that. It might be Memphis. Uh, yeah. Sat, yeah. They played the Memphis Grizzlies who's also going to be the team that they open the season, the regular season with. So this will be a little precursor to October 17th when the season starts uh, against Memphis. Um, so yeah, overall Pacers look good. Uh, we had some, I thought we had some, some bright spots and we had some clouds and um, it was a, we got a win and it's preseason. So we're not going to look too much into it, but I thought, you know, hey, this is, this was uh this was a good opening opening game for the Pacers. Um, so I'm looking forward to game two against Memphis. And uh, I'll probably be back on to talk about that game as well. I'm, I'm really enjoying 
watching the game and knowing that I've got this podcast uh, to talk about what I'm seeing makes the games more enjoyable. So thanks for checking it out. And we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.